uh, Agnes set up the Facebook group titled the uh, 11 plus ISEB SATS GCSE and A-level resource group. Uh, well done. You got it all in one go. And then I realized that my group was set to a private function. And in order to be able to allow others to see the group, find the group and join in and help us with what we needed, I had to make the group public, which is what I did. The admins are the one who actually put in all the resources. I started off doing that initially, doing that initially, but now I've got subject experts doing stuff like that for me. First and foremost, given the year that we've had, online learning is definitely here to stay. Right? Um, I think every child of this era loves the screen. I know I've got two of those in my house. But the one thing that I am really um, careful with is when people are answering parent queries, we need to make sure that they are indeed people who know about that subject matter and not just anyone just hoping to just have to, uh, their, their two cents worth and just saying something and misguiding a parent. Yeah. Because that could cost someone a child's place. Welcome to the Qualified Tutor Podcast. I'm your host, Ludo Miller, and I'll be interviewing tutors and thought leaders from across the tutoring landscape to inspire, inform, and motivate you to become the best tutor you can be. The Qualified Tutor Community is a safe and supportive space for tutors who love to learn and grow. We offer training, resources, ideas, and a chance to connect with like-minded tutors. If you'd like to continue the conversation, join our Qualified Tutor Community at www.qualifiedtutorcommunity.org or find it in the show notes. Hello and welcome to the next episode of the Qualified Tutor Podcast uh, and a huge welcome to Agnes O'Brien. Thank you. Um, you know, it's, it's a pleasure to be here today, Ludo. Really, really excited about this. Thank you, Agnes. Um, as, as a brief introduction to, to Agnes, um, back, in, back in October 2016, uh, Agnes set up the Facebook group titled the uh, 11 plus ISEB SATS GCSE and A-level resource group. Uh, well done. You got it all in one go. <laughs> I know. I'm memorizing that. Um, uh, and this group was, is kind of formed as a way for, for parents and educators to to come together in a single space and share ideas, resources, uh, and discussion. And since then, it has grown into one of the uh, largest educational uh, resource groups that we know of, um, helping over 13,000 uh, individuals with learning in the, in the specified areas above. Um, I, won't be asked, I, won't, I won't go over them again because I'll probably forget them. But, um, um, and, and really, as, as it says on the tin, the, the group is a, is a hub of, of resource sharing, of test preparation tips and materials, uh, and generally a space in which people can have their questions answered and, and their fears allayed, um, specifically kind of in this time of lockdown when there were so many questions and, and, and fears. So, um, you know, as the group has grown, Agnes and her team have, have added branches such as the, the free book clubs, uh, the Facebook live streams, uh, a talk show, and more, really, uh, to the repertoire of the group. Um, 
And I counsel you, the listener, uh, I think it's time that you dived uh, into the conversation too. So over the next 25 minutes, Agnes will be telling us how and why uh, we, you should join uh, and what sets this group apart from the rest. So Agnes, it's a pleasure to have you on and we're going to dive straight into the first question, which is, what is your why as an educator? Uh, First and foremost, I must clarify that I'm not a teacher and neither am I a tutor by profession. Um, But as a parent of two girls, I would say that from the moment I first laid eyes on my firstborn, I knew I was going to be an educator, whether I liked it or not. So I vowed then that I would actively involve myself in my child's progress in life. So naturally, with both of my daughters, at a very young age, as soon as they started to recognize alphabets and began to write, I started to teach them words, beginning with the three-letter words, four-letter words, and five-letter words, and so on and so forth. I would give them a dictionary and a thesaurus and 10 words each week for them to look up on the dictionary and thesaurus and, um, you know, put sentences together using the words that they're given and try to apply those words in conversations at home during the week. So it became a habit. It was sort of a game, you know, even if you're on our walks or in a car ride somewhere, we'll start using the words throughout the week. So they get themselves more and more familiar with the words. So in a nutshell, you know, they would use synonyms and antonyms instead of the words that I've given them. So getting more and more creative with it. So building their vocabulary. And that to me was crucial, the start of it all. So, um, you know, then... (laughs) You know, as, as, as they progressed through primary school, we then came to the time where we had to decide on what we're going to do about the secondary education. You know, my husband went to a local grammar school. So naturally, we were looking at the path of the girls' grammar school because we are in Colchester, where one of the top grammar schools in the country, as well as, you know, in the county, as well as the country, really, um, is. So we decided um, we would have a go at getting her, you know, to, to try sitting the 11 plus. The only problem we had is I was brought up in a different country. Everything I learned apart from English was in a different language. It, to Even with helping my kids with English, I could still help them with English, but a lot of the stuff that I was helping them with I was, there was always the, the fear that I would confuse them because I'm trying to translate things from one language to another. So there was always the tendency of probably just misleading them. So my husband was always working um, in abroad. He was always away for three weeks, three to four weeks at a time. So it's always down to me to make sure that I had my kids working towards the 11 plus uh, proper. Um, so with that, you know, what I did was... Um, I started asking parents at the playground, parents in the village, friends in the village, if they knew anything about um, the consortium of selective schools, selective entrance exams for CSSE or CSSE as we call it. Yeah, you know, I didn't know head or tail about what it entailed. You know, they talk about verbal reasoning, they would talk about, you know, creative writing. And I'm like, is that similar to essay writing? You know, what exactly does it entail? What do I need to teach them? Um, nobody knew, or some would probably not want to tell you because there's this this whole sense of competitiveness 
you know, a lot of people wouldn't share their knowledge because they feel like, well, why should I be teaching you? Because your child's going to sit the same exam my child's going to be sitting. You know, there may be 160 places on offer, but we are competing for maybe one of the places. So um, I had to research it all. I started asking other friends of mine, other, other parts of the country, and there were quite a few of them who were also planning to put the kids through uh, the 11 plus proper, but nobody knew exactly what to do. Um, Googled as much as I could, didn't really find much that really helped me to find out more about it. Uh, that's when I thought, do you know what? Maybe I should just start a Facebook group. I was just beginning to use a lot more offers, you know, apart from keeping in touch with friends and families. I started seeing recipe clubs and all sorts coming up as Facebook groups. So I said, maybe I should start something that, you know, kind of helps me get some resources for myself and, you know, gather more members who will share their resources with me. That's how it all started. But at that point, I was only focusing on the 11 plus. So the name of the group was then 11 plus resource sharing for parents. Right. Okay. Um, so that's when though I realized when I started researching everything about CSSE, I then realized that, you know, when I'm exchanging notes with other friends from other counties, I realized that this exam is not the same throughout the country. So you, you probably need about, you know, some information about what's happening here, but the other members in the group needed to know what's happening in other parts of the country. Now, we all had, about for the first six months, there were about eight, nine of us who had um, lots of questions, but nobody had answers because we were all in the same boat. Um, and then I realized that my group was set to a private function. And in order to be able to allow others to see the group, find the group and join in and help us with what we needed, I had to make the group public, which is what I did. So that's when um, a lot of tutors and teachers who found the group through keyword searches, 11 plus is one word, everybody put in the search bar to look for us. And then they start coming in and within two years, I had 2000 members. And by that time, my kids had gone through the whole 11 plus proper. Um, and it then came to the, the realization that I had done this for about two years. Do I carry on with this? Or do I then, you know, just probably just ditch the whole thing and just carry on with my life? Because my kids had already got into the grammar school. But by then I had 2,000 members. And it's not as easy as just hitting the delete button. Yeah, by then you couldn't go back, could you? No, you can't go back. You're either going to be, you look bad, wouldn't you? That you're just, you know, leaving all the members who are by then, you know, they're really excited about what you're, what you're offering. By that time, we had started sharing a lot of resources in the group, you know, from literary devices, similes, metaphors, you know, alliteration, all those examples of everything that's been shared in the group. Um, we hadn't started with Facebook live sessions yet then. But I was beginning to think, how can I was researching how to actually delete a group? And as far as Facebook is concerned, if you want to delete a group, you've got to delete every single member first before you can delete the group. So that option was out of the question. And um, I then asked, by that time, I think I had two admins whom I've asked to just come for or come on board and just help me to moderate the group because it was getting a bit too big for me to, to manage on my own. 
And um, at that point, I had Sheila Ager, the author of uh, Cat Ballade Press um, trilogy, uh, vocabulary novels. She was my, one of my first admins, actually, and Richard Gray from Crystal Tuition. They were my two admins at that point. So I was asking them, I said, guys, what do I do with this group now? Where do I go from here? And they said, listen, you've actually started something that is big. You may not think it's big, but it is big. You know, we are here. We like what you do and we like being part of this team. Let's see what we can do to take this further. So that's when we decided. I said, well, unless it's going to benefit my children, myself, there's no point in me going further. They've now got into the grammar school. I need to now include ISAP, SATs, GCSE and A-level. So that's when the group totally evolved into what it is today. So, so how were you able to kind of let go of what you were doing at that time in your life to take on the extra work from this group? I, I was always keeping myself busy. If not, I wasn't actually working at that point. You know, I, I didn't have a paid job at that point. So just basically managing the girls, you know, taking them to school, coming back and all that. Um, that was all I was doing. So this, I had plenty of time to work on this at the start of it. But as the group grew bigger, I started getting a lot of calls from members because now Messenger allows people to call you, right? With Facebook, you can call each other and stuff. And people started sending me messages. And I would attend to every single message or call, you know, and take my time to listen to parents who possibly at that point going through what I had been through two years back, three years back, you know, you know, talking about the anxieties, how do I do this for my child? What do I need to do? You know, I'm, I'm looking for these answers. What do I do? And I was, I was answering all those questions. And, and that's when I said to my admins, I said, we need to put things in the group that allows parents to, being a member of the group, be able to find answers. You know, we started. So, so you know, by that time, I had about... 10 admins, I think. Um, every single one of them had something different to bring to the group. They're either, you know, best in English, uh, authors of education material, or, um, you know, educational, uh, what do you call, aids of any sort, or uh, running their own tutoring business and stuff. But every one of them was so enthusiastic about what we did in the group. They started coming up with ideas, and now we've got um, we've got what we call um, a Facebook Live session that we do every every well this the whole of this month. In fact, I think we've had about more than twelve Facebook Live sessions. Um, you know, we do Facebook Live sessions to explain what parents can 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 do in order to help their child through the whole progression from from the start of your journey to uh, to ACE eleven plus process. Um, and we would do specific subject lessons in the group. We get resource providers who are advertisers in the group to come on board and just showcase how they teach. That gives them a chance to then um, engage with the members. Members would ask them questions and, and they get to then you know, showcase what they're doing and parents would say, I like the way you teach. I'll engage with you. And they get business. Yeah, so... So that you've got the kind of, the, you're sharing resources, you're, you're, you're sharing the 
this understanding of, of teaching and learning in these specific, uh, you know, exam-focused areas for the benefit of, of parents and students and, and educators. And, and the ultimate purpose of, of everything that you do in, in the group is to improve outcomes for, for students, is to ensure that students are best supported. So how, does, how do you make this happen within the group, especially given the size of, of the group? Um, well, with having, I think at the moment, I've got 14 admins and three moderators. The moderators are the ones who actually start the, they, they, they manage the book club for me. Okay. The admins are the one who actually put in all the resources. I started off doing that initially, doing that initially, but now I've got subject experts doing stuff like that for me. They go they go uh, deeper, delve deep. Uh, they delve deeper into the the whole subject itself, and and do, um, you know, for instance, in looking at maths, you have someone who's an expert with algebra teaching all about algebra, so that kids can then fill in the gaps for where they don't understand certain subjects. English, we talk about comprehension, the different tactics for comp uh, comprehension and um, uh, creative writing and stuff like that. So. Um, it kind of really is a place where all the resources can be found in one place. What we have gone further now is what we've done is we have actually put them in a way that's easily retrievable. It's, it, it can be re retrieved easily within the group by members. So basically, we've put all the literary devices, each individual type of item that we do in the group in its own album in the media section. So whether you're looking for a similes example or a metaphor, whatever, it's all in its own individual albums. And we've got the videos that we do in the guide section in its own category. So if you've got something to do with the different types of exam boards, for instance, what is the difference between CSSC or CEM or GL exam types? We have got a Facebook Live session by all the admins together explaining the different types because we've got our, our admins come from various parts of the country so they're all experts in the different types of exam types so we've explained everything to the members uh, from the start of an um, registration of an, uh, for, for, for an exam and um, you know nearing the exam one of the things they need to know and then the registration of uh, the CAF filling out of the common application form what happens on national offer day and beyond. So we prepare them from the start to the finish. We've got all those videos in the group and it's all put according to category. So it's easily retrievable by members. They can, if they are new members, we've now got a video when we do the um, member welcome, new member welcome every Sunday night. We've got a video attached to it that tells them exactly where to find and how to navigate through the group. And, and that video will be in the show notes below. So if you're thinking about that video, you're thinking about how it can help, then, then, then you can find that below. Um, as will, of course, the link to, to the group itself. Um, so that, that, that'll be below as well. To join the growing number of qualified tutors, enroll now for the Level 3 Qualification for Tutors. This eight-week online facilitated course covers the roles and responsibilities involved in teaching and learning, with a particular focus on inclusion, assessment and feedback. Upon completion, you'll be awarded a Level 3 in Education and Training, 
from Ofqual recognized training provider, Highfield Qualifications. You will also gain a qualified tutor quality mark, the independent quality mark for tutors. Whatever your starting point, a qualification for tutors has to be the next step. Enroll today at qualifiedtutor.org forward slash training. Now, Agnes, I, I, I wanted to ask, um, looking, taking a step back, looking at, at the kind of purpose of, of a group like this, not necessarily you know, your group, but what is, what is the true power of, of an online kind of learning and, and resources community in today's society? Well, without a shadow of doubt, I would say that first and foremost, given the year that we've had, online learning is definitely here to stay. Right? Um, I think every child of this era loves the screen. I know I've got two of those in my house. There was a time when we were trying to tell them to limit the time they had on computers and any other gadgets that takes them on social media and stuff like that. But now, online learning basically revolves around the screen. You can't take that back. It's going to be hard taking it back. You know, students show, I mean, studies actually show that um, humans learn better when they see and hear. So um, I think that online learning media it basically features, you know, video recordings, graphics, illustrations, and, and, and these are the things that attract youngsters. They want to see, they want to be able to grasp what exactly these people are talking about. They, they just want to be able to visualize things. And... Um, you know, it kind of also frees students to work at their own pace. I think when you're learning online, you can utilize your time more effectively. So if you feel that you need to just stop for a while and come back to a recording, for instance, you can always continue with that later. That kind of gives you that kind of that you don't normally get at a classroom environment. And um, I think uh, when, it come, when it comes to introvert students, the confidence may not be there to ask questions or to do anything in your proper traditional classroom. When you're online, sometimes you find, I, I find that there's a lot more confident kids coming forward when they are actually being taught online. And, uh, and of course, the other thing that's really great about this is you are not, as a tutor, you wouldn't be limited to a certain number of duties at any given time. You know, the one-to-one -one thing is almost a, a thing of the past. You can teach four students or six or 30 at the same time. Or you can pre-record videos. Uh, you can pre-record as well, exactly. Three years to thousands of, of students. I think more and more things are being uh, going towards pre-recordings. You know, you don't have to worry about technical glitches happening and having to cancel and reschedule lessons. Yeah, um, and I'm sure if you're looking for tips and resources on how to do that, I think I know a place where you can find those as well. So, yeah. Um, well, okay. Yeah, I, I, I think an area that I wanted to, to ask you, Agnes, um, was what kind of what sets um, this group, you know, your group, uh, apart from, from other Facebook groups for, for parents and, and, and educators? Well, um, okay. I think... We are, there's no doubt about this, okay, because of the amount of work that has been put in by my team of admins and everything, we're definitely 
the innovators when it comes to the type of resources and the content that we share with our members. That is something I'm very, very proud of. The, the phen phenomenal team of admins I have, they just work tirelessly, come up with all sorts of new ideas just to make things a little bit, you know, for a change, do different things. Things like, um, you know, are you smarter than a 10-year-old? You know, trying to put a parent and a child together and see, you know, can you actually sit this exam now and pass it? And this is what your child is doing now. You know, and then we do uh, we do um, things like 11 plus FAQs. There's a session that's done by Victoria Adimusio, who's also known as the tutoress. Um, you know, it's, it's all the different questions that run through a parent's mind. We actually think of it and we, we actually do a session to ex actually explain that to them. And the other thing that we also do is we have um, a talk show that in Kamibara, one of our um, our admins uh, would host every now and then. And in this program, she would actually interview students who are in top uh, selective schools and independent schools. Just to, you know, especially now, given the two years we've had, you don't even get to actually visit a school to know what it looks like, what it feels like to be a student in school of, of that stature or how wherever it might be. So we interview some parents as well as the children to first understand how they prepare themselves for these exams, for the selective exams in the schools, and, and how it feels like we talk to past students, current students, and those who are just about to go into the school to find out what it's like in there. Yeah. So that kind of makes us a little bit, we do, we, we basically offer a lot more than just resources. Yeah. But that's still very much, yeah, kind of the, the, the foundation, isn't it? The kind of the basis of, of what brings people to the group. And then they are able to see that there are these other areas and these kind of weekly sessions and events. Um, exactly. So, so, so powerful. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think, I think delivering useful advice and unique content really is the key thing that really sets us apart from everywhere else. You know, Facebook live sessions and, and you know, the things like the word of the day, idiom of the day and all that sort of stuff. Parents come there daily to say, okay, what have I missed today? What do I need to, you know, they know where to find things if they've missed, uh, if they can't find it on, on the news page. Yeah, I think that's a really powerful part of, of, of your group is, is the, you know, how much time has been put into the structure of the group um, and how easy it is to locate historical posts, which is, I find, you know, one of the big downfalls in Facebook groups is, is someone new comes to the group with an idea or a question uh, and that question or idea has been touched on, you know, possibly 30 different 20 times. 20 times, yes, exactly. They just post it again and the same people have to respond and comment. With the anyway, same. We've covered that. We've covered that in the introductory uh, how to... Uh, you know, guide for, for new members as well. You know, basically before you ask a question, how do you actually find if that question has been previously answered in the group? Yeah. You know, all those sort of stuff. You know, But the one thing that I am really um, careful with is when people are answering parent queries, we need to make sure that they are indeed people who know about that subject matter and not just anyone just hoping to just have two, uh, their, their two cents worth and just saying something and misguiding a parent. Yeah. Because that could cost someone a child's place. So um, we make sure that every single comment is monitored. Every single post goes through 
and uh, admin approval. So number one, the questions asked must be valid of value to the group and the members. And there's no one person slating another member. Tutors could sometimes say, you know, don't go to that tutor for any reason they think. We do not play judge and jury. We're very, very careful with that because you could you could damage someone's reputation. Yeah, that's very important. Yeah. Excellent. Okay. So wonderful. We're just just drawing really to, to a close here. I think that's been such a detailed overview um, of of what the group can bring uh, and what benefits it has to, to both parents and educators and therefore ultimately to students. Um, and I, you know, I, I've looked through, you know, the group. I've, I've been, you know, present on the group, been watching the posts, been looking back through the albums, and I, I just think there's so much to to learn from from the group and from from the members. And I think it's completely unrivaled the number of admins and moderators and the level of detail that you take in, in each post. Um, so I just wanted to, to turn to to a question, Agnes, on what the future holds for for this group. Um, I think we're here to stay, that's for sure. <laughs> uh, we'll continue to add valuable content in the group. And I'm pleased to say that currently, with the help of the many tutors and authors and admins in the group, we have actually started something new. Um, I'm starting that. It's an idea that I came up with, and we're just going to trial that this year, and hopefully that will continue in the years to come. We're going to start helping the disadvantaged children to prepare them for the exams. Because uh, there are many students out there who cannot really afford tuition. Especially the 11 plus has now become something that if you can afford tuition, you can easily get through the exams because this, it's just getting tougher and tougher. So we want to try and give a bit of guidance to fill in the gaps for areas where they are weak at. And... Um, we're also very passionate about mental well-being for students and parents, especially in the days following the pandemic. So, uh, you know, to catch up with studies ahead of the exams and stuff like that. So our focus is now to ensure students that whatever or wherever they choose to go for the next phase of their education, they will do well. So we will do everything we can to help. Um, we'll continue to think of new ideas to elevate the quality of online learning, not just in the UK, but globally, because we do have members from Singapore, Dubai, Taiwan, and I don't know where else, there's loads of members from across the, the world now. So uh, as long as, if, if you're on the internet, you've got access to the internet, we will reach you and we will deliver lessons. Okay, so expansion into uh, uh, both internationally and into um, exactly. critical areas of, of, of you know, mental health and, and, and well-being. Um, I'm really looking forward to to what the future holds for uh, for this group for the um, 11 plus ISEB SATS GCSE and, and A level resource group. There it is again, the 11 plus impressive SATS GCSE and A level resource group. The link to join this group will be in the show notes below. Um, and and I really strongly urge you to, if you're listening to this, to to check out the group. Uh, and to look through the albums and, and the media that, that, that uh, Agnes and her team have, have set up over, over the years. Um, thank you so much, Agnes, um, for not only sharing information about the group, but also about kind of your, your ethos of, of teaching and learning uh, and, and some of those future plans. 
Thank you, Ludo. It was a, it's an immense pleasure to actually speak to you today and thank you very much for your time. Thank you very much, Agnes. Uh, and see you all next time. Thank you. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Qualified Tutor podcast, where tutors share their expertise to support the tutoring community. If you'd like to continue the conversation, join our Qualified Tutor community at www.qualifiedtutorcommunity.org or find it in the show notes below. We exist to connect, share and learn with you because tutoring is a small job that makes a big difference.